Welcome to your typical Shonen protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kells, and today we're talking about anime coming out in fall 2021. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I am ready and willing and able. Yeah, man, this season of anime looks fully loaded. We got a lot of bangers, a lot of new stuff coming out that's exciting. Um, and it, it's just like a what a way to end like the end of 2021. Yeah, 2021's been a good year for anime. Like I always feel like summer is like normally the weakest season for anime just for whatever reason. Um, and this year's kind of no exception. It wasn't like bad, you know. We had um slime is it uh reincarnated slime season two part two we had like remake our lives we had the second part of my hero academia so we had some good stuff but like it was nowhere near the magnitude of the juggernaut that was winter and even spring came really hard so like you know it was summer was kind of in but it feels like we're getting back to it in the fall like the fall season really seems like it's picking up where the spring season left off with the bangers and the hits and the original content. Totally. Totally. So what do we got coming out? What's, uh, what's some of the big stuff? So I feel like the biggest things, like that's the thing. I feel like it's almost a deadlock for the biggest thing coming out this fall because you have, um, the iconic demon slayer, which is like juggernaut it to fame. Um, that season two, most anticipated one is coming season so i guess we can just start with that one since that i feel like is the one that a lot of people have been waiting for the most um yeah and it looks like it's gonna have a, a tv recap of the mugen train arc and also apparently episode seven airing yeah. on december 5th is gonna have a runtime of about an hour yeah so what they did um was they Kind of like this season, Demon Slayer is going to be stacked from my understanding. Yes, like two days ago or yesterday, December 25th or wow, September 25th, they did this um, press conference for Demon Slayer and they're like, hey, this is what we're doing. Like it's going to be two cores. So it's going to be um, normally take up two seasons, probably like 24 episodes. And it's going to have like, I believe what they said is going to be two cores without the recap of the Mugen Train arc. So in total, I believe we're going to get like 31 episodes of Demon Slayer, which is crazy because that's a lot of Demon Slayer. 31 weeks. I'm here for it, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, we got the recap with the Mugen Train stuff and Tanjiro and the Flame Hashira. If you haven't seen that, you will get a chance to see that in television, which a lot of people apparently haven't watched yet. No, totally. Um, with it... <laughs> With the Mugen Train movie being like damn near the highest grossing thing out of Japan ever, um, it's still wild that like it's a core part of the series. Like it's all canon and they're going to progress with the show. But it's it's nice to see that you didn't have to go catch the film just to like stay up with the story. Yeah, no, for sure. It is. That is really cool. And. That episode seven that you mentioned is an hour long is a, I believe is anime original of what Rain Goku was doing before he got on the train. So, Yo. yeah. Now, so I'm really hyped to see more of the boy, Rain Goku. I'm really satisfied to see that. And 
we got confirmation of who was doing the intros of both chords. Like we have Lisa, the iconic Lisa, um, which a lot of people might know mainly from Sword Art, but she also did Grange, which was the OG intro to Demon Slayer. So she's doing an outro and an intro, which is really cool to see her come back. And then we got Aimer. And I love Aimer. I love Lisa as well. Don't get me wrong. But Aimer, uh, she did Brave Shine for Fate Eliminate Blade Works, um, that song. She did Torches, the outro for Villain Saga, the first one. She did she did a lot. Um, and trying to go through it all in my head right now is kind of crazy. But I know both of those strong, independent females are going to destroy the intros and outros of Demon Slayer, and I am so hyped for that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. We got another uh, another big hitter with Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Yeah, which is a movie, um, which is what everybody's doing now, you know? So that is a thing. Um, I believe it's the prequel to Jujutsu Kaisen, I, from my understanding. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like, is um, Gojo notices something crazy going on. Gojo in, uh, convinces a person named Yuta uh, to enroll after having like witnessed his childhood friend turn into a curse. Um, so it's like, how does that all shake? Yeah, so... Um, from my understanding, it's the story because Yuta is one of the people that um, Gojo says is has the potential to be stronger than him in uh, the like in the when he's talking to the old dude with the guitar from like season one. He's like, there are people out there who can be stronger than me and Yuji's one of them. And so is this Yuki kid. Do we don't get to meet this guy in the OG like, in the, in the show so far, right? Yeah, no, we haven't met him so far, because he's, like, in America doing something at this moment. So, this will be the first time that we see him in this movie. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's the teammate to Panda, Mahi, and the dude who uses um, cursed speech, whose name I always forget. Sorry, that dude. And the one that, um, the big guy is like, hey, how is he? And they're like, we don't fucking know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, this is exciting. This is like to like continue expanding on the lore. Um, it's an exciting movie. You know, I'm hype. Um, again, Mappa's gonna do the animation, so I have expectations and it's gonna probably and I hope I really hope that because um, I know it's already done. So I hope the people who I hope Mappa is properly taking care of their employees, like because I know they got this they got Demon Slayer, or, um, um, not Demon Slayer, um, Lord, uh, Attack on Titan coming out in the winter, like, right after this, so, I hope that they took care of their people, and that they are getting their rest, and, you know, being compensated for their skills, because they deserve it, very much so, and I'm very much thankful to the people over at MAPA for putting out all this amazing, crazy content, thank you. So, true facts. So, um, probably next to Demon Slayer, what I'm most hyped for is, well, Demon Slayer, but next to, and 86, but anyway, one of the things that I'm most hyped for is Mushoko Tensin Jobless Reincarnation Part 2. 
Now, I don't know if mm. you watched part one. Did you? No idea. Okay. So this is what a lot of people in the light novel world claim to be the best isekai ever made. It's got so much hype. And season one delivered on a lot of that hype. But apparently we have seen like nothing yet. And season two or part two looks to dive into that like grittiness even more. The trailers have been phenomenal. I was on the edge of my seat all the first half. And another like another point of the hype and magnitude of Mashoko Tenson is the fact that Studio Bine was created just to do this. Really? Yes. Anytime wow. you're an anime who has a studio created just for your production is wild. They had uh, a ONA back in 2019. Three minutes um, about a production company or a uh, transportation company. But uh, yeah, the the two other things they've got are literally uh, Mashoko Tensei. Yeah, they're um, it's from I believe it's from like uh, they're from the studio. The studio that did ReZero, I forget their name, but they're like a branch of them. Mm-hmm. Mixed with some other studio. And again, I feel bad because I cannot remember what they are. Oh, Egg Firm. That's right. Um, well, Egg Firm are the producers who produced, um, you know, they produced Sword Art Progressive, the movie that's coming out. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Just a bunch of stuff. And, and yeah, so... But yeah, Studio Bind was made really just for this, and they're going to hopefully do the whole thing, from my understanding. And I hope it gets the long run, the adaptation that it needs. Um, judging by part two, it's coming out so quickly. I hope that that is the case. Um, I'm anime only for this. I'm not like reading ahead or anything. I just want to experience it. And I feel like you'd really enjoy it. Like, it feels like it's really up your alley. It's like has crazy world building and just the art style is like really refreshing to me. It's like very like rigid, but like good. Yeah, man. And the, the story premise for the, the show overall is pretty wild. 34 year old over or uh, underachiever gets run over by a bus and then reincarnated as an infant in this fantasy world. Yeah. So it's got that isekai, um, but it does a lot of things like differently, which I really rock with. And for it to be called like the best isekai ever created, I'm like, it could live up to it as long as it defeats Sword Art, man. Sword Art is, <laughs> sorry, I can't even, uh, yeah, no, Sword Art is, Sword Art is not the best isekai ever made. If you think it is, I'm sorry, please keep listening to our content. Sword Art is not even a fucking isekai. It is. It's considered an isekai. No. 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 I will riot. I mean, I will as well, but that's what they consider it. My God. Well, we'll have to get into this uh, this semantic discussion when we get to progressive. But right now, we need to talk about another anime that a studio was solely created for. Um, not own, This is not the only thing they've ever done. But by God, I think they finally found their calling mm-hmm. with David Productions animating 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We've got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean, coming out this fall. And my God, am I excited. Bruh, like, who are you telling, man? Like, I mean, obviously you are more so in the JoJo verse than I am, but like, I was, ever since I first found out about Jolene, like two or three years ago, it was like when I was watching Diamond is Unbreakable, like someone like, oh, you like him, wait until you like meet Jolene. I'm like, who? Um, But Jolene Cuccio, man, like, or Kojo, from like what I've heard, I'm super excited. And the premise of this being in prison really intrigues Yo, me. It's so relatable because it's in Florida in 2011. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like this could be us. <laughs> this could be us, you know, except, except my, we we won't have some fucking stands to save us. Yeah. Um but no, it's like all the characters look fun. They look creative. Um as JoJo characters do, you know. Um we heard that first Urura doing the trailer and I was like, let's go. You know? Um plus like it's adding a new element because I believe that it has been confirmed that this is going to air on Netflix. It's airing on Netflix. That has been confirmed. But I do believe it's also been confirmed that this is going to be a weekly release on Netflix. Yeah, man. So it looks like this is going to come out like within the week that it airs in Japan. Yes. And and that is exciting to see Netflix do that. Well, you know, with their business model being just, you know, release entire shows for Ben watching um, yeah. to see them come along with with like a brand new IP and release it on a weekly basis in time with the Japanese release is kind of exciting. Yeah, no, like shout out to Netflix, man. Like y'all have done something right, but also like screw you, Netflix, because you keep making me keep my subscription every time i go to cancel it you do something like this and i'm like yo like i want to not pay 19 dollars a month for this but 19 dollars a month i feel like that's what it's getting up to like it keeps going up like every so often i'm gonna have to look this up <laughs> yeah um i know it's at least like 14 or 15 right now at least and they said they're gonna do another price hike to afford their granted they are putting out like a movie a week and I guess I'm just not taking advantage of that because, yeah. Um, so wow. Yeah, basic plan as of right now is nine bucks. What am I Standard buying? plan is 13. Premium is 17. And of course, this relates to like how many devices you can have watching at a, at a time. Which one Netflix do uh, you have? Uh, I don't pay for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll link this in chat, but we'll uh, keep it rolling. What else is coming out? Let's talk about uh, that SAO. Let's get to SAO right quick. There's a movie coming out, right? Yes. Sword Art Online, the movie Progressive, which is... um, What a name. It's Yeah, it's Asuna's story. So obviously oh, I care yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, I care about it substantially more than I care about outside of it. So I'm going to be watching the heck out of this um i don't know if it's just like a japanese premiere like it's through aniplex so we very well might get it as well but i don't know um like 
So it looks better, in my opinion, than... Well, of course, it's going to look better because it's like new technology. But it's very interesting because it looks like, from like my first look, it looks like um, Austin had a friend that she was going in here with. Because I don't know the story progressive. This is just based off the trailer. It looks like Austin started sword art with a friend. And clearly, this friend did not make it because this friend was not there in the sword art that we already saw. Or maybe she is or something happened. I don't know. Um, but it's awesome the story. Her point of view from the beginning, which looks substantially better than Kirito's. I'm not going to lie. Um, but a lot of people are saying that they don't care about this. Since it's like the Black Widow effect where we know how she ends up. But I'm not of that volition. Like, what is your opinion on this? Are you... Do you not care because you know how Austin is going to end up? Like, she's going to be okay or... Are you still intrigued to see what happened? I mean, it depends on how much they show and how much they differ from the original story. Um, part, you know, because part of it for me, I'm like, okay, we get to see Asuna as a love interest and kind of a good fighter, but halfway through the fucking show, halfway through season one, she becomes a damsel in distress. Yeah, and it's like, uh, you're a cool character, but what a like a way to what a shitty way to take you out of the action. And all you are is, you know, weak and helpless through, you know, no fault of, of the character's own. Um, so, like, personally, I'm kind of excited that we get to follow her story and follow, like, how we go from her and Kirito's first interaction um, along with getting into how she rose through the ranks of the, uh, like, military order she was a part of. Whatever yes. that was actually called. Yeah, the Order like seeing, of the Crescent Rose or something. I don't. Know. I don't. I'm. I don't fucking know. Um, but no, like, like, yeah. How did she get involved in that um, guild and rise to the heights that she was? You know, uh, I think that if they focus on this and they leave Kirito as much out of it as possible, then it would be a great experience. Which I think is going to happen. You know, it's an hour and 37 minutes. Um, it's weird because the progressive books are like, I believe are a lot longer than that because it's just the story of Aincrat, which is the best sword art we've had um, thus far. It's better than Gungale. It's leagues better than Alfheim, man. Alfheim was just some booty water, in my opinion. Um, and... Like, Alicization was good. It's probably the second after Ironcrad, in my opinion, but I'm still, like, kind of confusing in some aspects. But, like, just being in the world, in the death game, that's what I want to see. I wanted to see more of that, and that's what Progressive is. It's the story of the death game. So I'm really excited, and I'm really hopeful that they do it justice so we can get more of this opposed to whatever we got going on with the main storyline of Sword Art. Yeah, that's one of the biggest issues with Sword Art as a franchise is you start, like, even with season one, you started with the stakes being astronomical. Mm -hmm. And the moment everyone literally dying is not on the table anymore, you've just made things less intense. And you removed my boy Klein, man. Like, Klein got hoed so hard in Sword Art. Like, I was so hyped for him and Igneo. And what did we get? Not him and Igneo. But another one coming out based off Netflix, which I believe that you told me you were hyped for, 
which I'm hyped for, which a number of people are hyped for, and that's Comey Can't Communicate. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, Comey around the internet, and I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, people love the manga, bro. It's like a cult. Like, so seeing a bad way. this, <laughs> maybe in a bad way, but but certainly not yet. Um, so seeing this come and be an anime um, is exciting. Yeah, no, 100%. And it's giving the Netflix weekly treatment again. Like, Netflix is really bringing it all out. And doing it with the anime, I feel like, is a very good, bold move. Like, <clears throat> sometimes we sell the seven seas to find things that we can't easily find on the crunchy roll. Um, because we don't do Funimation over here. But we have Hulu, so we compensate for that. But the fact that Netflix is becoming a competitor in the weekly anime streaming and seasonal anime streaming is very important. And I love this, honestly, because I don't want what's happening with Eden Zero and, um, what's it, Bucket? Um, Seven Daily Sins to, like, happen a lot, you know what I mean? I want to be like, yo, I'm watching all my stuff as it airs weekly, not like I wait six months and I only get half of the series and I have to wait another six months. By this time, the whole series has been over, or at least the season has been over for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that they're doing this, I'm like, pro move, pro gamer move, Netflix. Um, also coming out this season, we've got uh, 86 Part 2. Yes. Yes. Yes, and we watched 86 Part 1 and did a podcast on it on our other podcast, Content Breaker. So, are you hyped for Part 2? I am. I'm wondering what it's going to be about, like how involved the story is going to be, um, what exactly is going to happen. But uh, I want to see more of it. Yeah, man. Like, I know in our poster, Lena has this red stripe in her hair. I'm like, what does it mean? Is it significant? Did she just change her hair? Like... I need answers. And luckily, in five days, I will have answers. Well. <laughs> You'll begin to have answers. Yes. Yeah. Knowing 86, I might get more questions than I do answers. But, hey, it's, if it's anything like the first half, bring it on. Bring on my emotions. I'm not ready. We got, um, I don't believe we got an episode count released on this. So, doesn't I, look like it, no. Yeah, I know season or part one was 11 episodes with a, like, special that was just a recap. And, like, season two is coming in, you know, four months. So, yeah, but I imagine we'll get about 13 or 12. 13 makes more sense to be, like, an even 24, but I don't know. We might get 12 and it might just be 23. I have no idea. But where they left the story made sense to divide it. So we might get the latter half of being more so. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. I'm also excited about this anime called Platinum Inn by Signal MD, which, fun story, um, Platinum Inn is a story from the creators of Death Note. Really? Yes. Um, it was written by uh, Tushigomi Oba. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Oba. Or Sugumi Oba. My bad. Sugumi. Um, he also did Barakamon and Death Note, which are 
two great series. Barakamon is, of course, about writing manga and an artist. And unless you've been living under a rock in the anime community, you know what Death Note is. It's one of the greatest thriller mystery animes that we may have should have done for a spooky month, but didn't. So we'll try again next time. Well, we've got spooky month lined up with all monogatari series man yes and that also means that this season of anime we've got uh heke monogatari uh airing so the series just continues man oh lord there's another monogatari (laughs) yes uh looks like it's 11 episodes we're on episode three right now and the monogatari series is just going to continue forever (laughs) <laughs> jesus like lord um yeah i guess we're just gonna be watching um monotakari until we're like old and our children have to tell us that it's died and we don't need to watch it anymore but yeah and uh quick quick lightning round we've got some more baki um we've got pokemon evolutions pokemon evolutions uh, is lit bro just want you to know that it's aaron on youtube First episode was good. Haven't watched the second one yet, but I'm excited. We've got uh, Aggressive Retsuko Season 4. Zog will be happy about that. Uh, Mooloove Alternative. Mavlove. I don't know, man. Um, Tesla Note. Eureka 7. High Evolution Movie Number 3 Eureka. So you told me. Which is exciting. This is like the Evangelion rebuild. I think it's like the retelling, mm-hmm. but darker and more gritty and in movie form. Have you watched the other movies? I have not, so I need to go back and do it. I need to as well, because I watched the original Eureka 7, and I loved it. Um, and I would say this is probably more in line with, like, uh, Fate, Stay Night, Heaven's Field. Okay. So like it's that a different kind of, point of view of the story. I don't know. But, like, it's still, like, mainline canon and not, like, we're going to throw battleships in a world devoid of all life. So, we have, and you said this is the third movie, correct? Uh, Pierce, yes. So, we have 60 days to watch the other two. So, I might, you know, watch these and might see if they have a premiere. I don't know. I feel like Eureka 7 might be too niche to have, like, a movie theater premiere. I don't know. Um, It'll get, take a quick Google, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's coming to the States. Yeah, I mean, we never got our... Or our area. Yeah, we never got our Evangelion one, so I imagine that we probably won't get an Eureka 7 or a Star Art one. I don't know, um, but I could be wrong, because these are movies that I would really like to see, so hopefully we do get them, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I know what, what you're really most excited for this season. What? Digimon Ghost Game. Okay, man. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm just like an old timer, but like I haven't been able to enjoy a Digimon since like Data Squad came out. And that was season five. Well, no, try in the OGs first. But this one does look interesting. Like, I think I have to get past the Toei animation, though. Like... The new, yeah, like, Toei animation. It does look more like a children's show. 
Yeah, it looks like it's meant to sell stuff. So I mean, it looks like a Pokemon. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, hopefully, it won't be some bull crap, but it might be some bull crap. Like, so I know that we've got like a Tyrannosaurus Agumon now, which is gonna be weird. But hey, you know, like. Why not? And we got three Digidescents. Like, I don't know why they keep doing, like, the like the small number of Digidescents. Like, give me a team, man. Let me experience everything. Because this is a one-off, <laughs> probably. True. Hopefully this has no canonical anything. But, yeah. Um, so, another one that I am interested to see is Banished from the Heroes Party, I decided to live a countryside. Like, Live a quiet life in the countryside. Some of those light novel ones has an extremely long title. But, you know, I feel like it might be, you know, it's like a slice of life. It's probably the calming one that I need. You know, hopefully it can be like a nice, like, you know, just chill. You know, I don't have to get all hype or stressed about anything or have any, like, mysteries. Like, no, like, extensive action. I can just have, like, it's my equivalent to playing, you know, um... The game that everybody loves. Um, New Horizons something. Animal Crossing? Yes, Animal Crossing. Like, hopefully this can be my animated Animal Crossing relaxation anime for the season. If only. If only. All right, anything else? Um, There are a few. I am hype about um, this anime called Tech OP dot destiny which is a collaboration between madhouse and mappa and i feel like it's gonna be a banger it's a action fantasy music anime it looks kind of crazy um i'm excited i can't wait to get into that one um worlds and harem because i'm a degenerate it's an etchy nice um you already know your boy gonna be watching that degenerate gang um the faraway paladin as well seems to be a classic uh and of course star wars visions which already came out but you know and we got a podcast on that one coming up on our content breaker channel as well so you can check that out um yasuhime season two you know gonna watch that one but really i totally missed that yeah that is coming list yeah that is coming out um in five days so next saturday is yasuhime season two finally gonna see what happened to homegirl she's probably still dead but yeah (laughs) (laughs) And well, of, damn, yeah, and of course, you know, lastly, but definitely not least for me, shout out to Lupin the third part six. TMS is bringing it back again. Um, I love TMX, so yeah, Fruits Baskets, Lupin the third, Megalobots, Nomad, uh, Dr. Stone. I have complete faith in this, and I'm super excited. Yeah, man, I agree. Super Crooks looks kind of fun, I don't know how good or bad it would be. Coming out on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I might have to give that a look, too. Um, it gives me the... Uh, what did we just watch? We just watched... Akadama Drive. Yeah, Akadama Drive. It kind of gives me that, like, heist vibe. Oh, yeah, like that's by less, um, Studio Bones, man. Less cyberpunk. Yeah, like, Studio Bones, I feel like it's going to kill that one. Hopefully. So... Yeah, no, this is very exciting as well. I just feel like there's a lot of cool things coming out. And thankfully, we don't have too many sequels. You know, we have a lot of part twos. 
Well, we have like literally two. Like part con- two. Yeah. Yeah. Continuations of seasons. Yeah. We have like but- maybe four, four or five. Yeah. Literally five. No, six. Okay. Seven. Anyway, we have more than that. <laughs> Stop <thought>. counting. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I'm excited that we have a lot of original stuff as well that I'm interested to get into and just hopefully have more series to love and pass the time. Yeah, man. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, of course, you can catch the podcast on all your podcatchers throughout the fall season um, on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast on your typical Shono protagonist. That's uh, or YTSP. Also, uh, you can catch the other product uh, at Content Breaker on all your podcatchers as well. Kai, you got a Twitter? Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z. Or we can talk about cool stuff. You can watch me um, say some things about Boruto that might surprise you as me being a Boruto hater. But yeah, just come and hang out. Yeah, man. And we'll catch you all next week for the beginning of the spooktacular Monogatari Month.